Greetings, brothers and sisters. This is Pastor Keith, bringing you another relevant revelation to keep you enlightened and to keep you encouraged in your daily walk with Christ. Today, I'm going to talk to you about being labeled something you're not. Today, I'm going to talk to you about being labeled something you're not and how to deal with it. Have you ever been called out of your name? Have you ever been blamed for something you didn't do? Have you ever been labeled something that you are not? What do you do when the person who was calling you out of your name or blaming you for something you didn't do or labeling you as something that you are not is a person of authority or someone close to you? What if it were your boss or a supervisor or a loved one or a relative, a family friend or a sibling, or your pastor, or a member of the clergy, or even your spouse. You'll see in today's lesson that the same response to any attack applies to any situation. People that attack you by calling you out of your name, or blaming you for something that you did not do, or trying to label you as something that you are not, always have motive behind their actions. You are most likely a threat to them because of what you do or who you are or what God does into or through your life. When you are in God's will, there is no man on earth that needs to validate you or that you need validation from or that you need to be validated by. Jesus himself set the standard for dealing with people that attack you. He said, turn the other cheek. If they hit you on this side, turn around so they can hit you on this one too. And Jesus gave us many examples for how to act and react and what to do about it. So let's talk about how to deal with each of these events when and if they occur in your life. When people call you out of your name, typically it's because they think of you that way, so they try and get others to think of you that way. Remember, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. When someone calls you out of your name, it's most often used as a diversion to keep people focusing on you rather than themselves. Because if people focused on them, they would often see the truth behind the mask that they are wearing or the false image that they're portraying. The person who calls you out of your name wants other people to focus on you rather than the real issues. Again, it's a diversion to try and keep people from learning the real truth behind the person that is attacking you. The way to deal with any attack against your character is with God's word, with prayer, and with forgiveness. Isaiah 54, verse 17, that's Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17 says, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, God shall condemn. Matthew 5, 44 says, Love your enemies. Bless those who 
curse you. Do good to them who hate you and pray for those who despitefully use you and persecute you. Now I know that when people are attacking you and when they're calling you out of your name or trying to label you as something that you're not or blaming you for something that you did not do, it's often very difficult to want to pray for them or to have it in your heart to do so, but it is the right thing to do. Forgiving people who harm you is the right thing to do, and it works, and it's that simple. It works because that's how God treats us and how we are supposed to reciprocate and treat other people. We are to forgive people that harmed us as if it never happened. And what that means is setting aside all the ways and all the things that you want to do to come back at them. Bridling your tongue and refusing to say anything out of all the things that you want to say to them. Again, forgiving them simply means that you treat them as if the situation where they harmed you never happened. Number two, being blamed for something you did not do. When people blame you for something that you did not do, typically they're trying to shift the blame to you that they should be carrying themselves. They blame you to try and get other people to focus on you to shift the blame away from the place that it should lay. Anyone who points a finger at you is pointing away from themselves, and if they look in the mirror, their own finger would be pointing right back at them. I remember back in my youth when I was playing catch with myself by throwing ball up against the building so it would either bounce or fly back to me. There was no one else around for me to play catch with, so I had to engage my environment in order to accomplish what I set out to do, which was simply play catch. One day I was playing catch up against the building, and some other boys from the block came and started playing catch not far from me. They considered me too young to play at their level, so they played together, and I continued to play catch up against the building. You know, every school building has windows. And even though they may have thought that I was too young to play at their level, I was smart enough to know not to play down there by those windows. The next thing I know, I heard a glass break. One of the boys who was playing catch threw the ball over the head of the other boy and broke a window. An adult came running out of the building and asked what happened. Before I could react, both boys pointed at me lied and said I did it. No matter what I said, no matter what the truth was, no matter what my side of the story was, they pointed their fingers at me. It was two against one and I got blamed for it. It didn't matter that my ball was still in my hand and theirs was in the building. The truth didn't seem to matter. It was two against one and I got in trouble. Back then, 
parents didn't just slap you on the wrist and say, baby, don't do that again. Uh-uh. My dad did not play that. My dad will tell you to go get in the shower. Wash all that dirt off from you playing outside. Then he would sit you down at the dinner table and feed you. Food would be so good it would make you relax. Then he'd check your homework, let you get ready for bed, tuck you in, make sure you went to sleep, and think that you escaped. And in the wee hours of the night, just when your dream was getting to the good part, whap! If you've ever been wakened out of your sleep in a hurry, you know you're going to be disoriented. And while you're stumbling around trying to figure out what's going on, trying to gather your thoughts, whap! That was my dad. Your eyes are half closed and you really can't open them yet because he turned the light on. And because your eyes are watering, you really can't see anything, and whack! That's my dad. Again, this was for something I didn't do. Now I'm standing in the middle of the floor, getting a whooping for something I didn't do. <laughs> but my only focus is to stop getting hit. So, the top half of my body is trying to get away. But my legs are taking the pain. So my legs are stuck. And then my feet start moving moving on their own. You know the story. That's when it looks like you're trying to dance. And you know that dance. The one where it looks like you're trying not to step on hot coals. Two against one. I got blamed. They went home. I got the woman. And that adult from the school always looked at me different from that point on. For something I did not do. But it was all a part of the process of being blamed for something I didn't do, so that when God started maturing me, I would be ready and know how to deal with an attack that I didn't see coming. Brothers and sisters, the way to deal with any attack on your character is with God's word, with prayer, and with forgiveness. I was mad at those boys for a long time after that because I received the punishment for the pain that they caused. But I eventually grew up, got over it, and forgave them. But that one incident taught me a lifelong lesson to look at both sides and all the evidence before making a decision or passing any judgment. So if you as one individual are getting blamed for the actions of many, remember, the way to deal with any attack on your character is with God's word, with prayer, and with forgiveness. God uses many situations in our lives to teach us, to train us, to mature us, to grow us up into men and women of God, strong, able to deal with certain situations as they come along. And although the pain is very difficult to deal with at the time that you're going through it, remember, when you are being blamed for something that you did not do, or something that you are not responsible for, God has a purpose behind it, and the lifelong lesson that you will learn will be invaluable. Let me explain why. When my kids were growing up, those same and similar lessons from my childhood came right back around and repeated themselves. 
different situations and circumstances, but at the core, exact same principle. And because I had gone through the pain of being blamed for something I didn't do in my youth, when it came and faced my kids, I was able to help them avoid the growing pains of being blamed for something they did not do. And that's where the reward came, is when they started learning the very same life lessons that I had already gone through. Number three, being labeled something you're not. People that try and label you as something that you are not are typically trying to tear down the good that's in your character by replacing it with something bad. They try and make others think bad about you by trying to label you with something way out of left field and totally out of your character. And again, it's a diversion away from themselves. They try and discredit all the good that you've done with something that you would never do. Typically what people say you are is actually what they are. Again, brothers and sisters, the only way to deal with somebody that is attacking your character by labeling or trying to label you as something that you are not is with God's word, with prayer, and with forgiveness. Proverbs chapter 25, verses 21 and 22 says, If thine enemy be hungry, give him bread to eat. If he be thirsty, give him water to drink. It says in doing so, thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head, and the Lord shall reward thee. Let me remind you that people will attack you, but the key to your victory is how you respond to it. They hate you, you love them. They curse you, you bless them. They point at you, you pray for them. The book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 35 says, God will make your enemies their footstool. They will think they're bringing you down, but God will use them to push you right. God will make your haters your elevators. This is Pastor Keith bringing you another relevant revelation to keep you enlightened and to keep you encouraged in your daily walk with Christ. May God bless you and may he keep you today and always. Thank you for watching and listening to this message of hope and inspiration. In Jesus' name, amen.